This podcast may contain strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Lakeshore and Limbo, an improvised occult noir story told using role-playing game rules. Since our investigators are starting another new case, I want to take a minute to welcome new listeners and give you everything you need to know to jump in here. Any new case is a great place to start listening, but if you want to avoid spoilers for earlier episodes, stop this one, go back, and listen to those. We'll be right here when you get back. If you've never heard of a role-playing game before, it's a storytelling game where one player, myself, describes the story's world to the rest of the players, CJ, Tina, and James, who play the protagonists and decide what they want to do. We use a storytelling game called Foo, which stands for Freeform Universal, and there are two main rules. 1. If the characters want to do something that might fail, that player will roll a six-sided die. They are trying to beat the odds, meaning that the odd numbers are varying degrees of bad and the even numbers are varying degrees of good. Here's how the numbers break down. On a 6, yes, they succeed and something else good happens. On a 5, no, they fail, but something good also happens. On a 4, yes, they succeed. On a 3, no, they fail. On a 2, yes, they succeed, but something bad also happens. And on a 1, no, they fail, and something else bad happens. Depending on their chances, they might roll more than one die and take the best one, or they might have to take the worst one. 2, They've also each got mysterious or not-so-mysterious powers, but they have to spend their precious poker chips to use them, and they can only get their chips back by doing stuff the group thinks is in character, a smart move, or just plain cool. Okay, that's it for the rules. Lakeshore and Limbo is a story about a detective agency that specializes in occult crimes, run by the former angel-turned-golden-age Hollywood film star-turned-investigator Vincent Melody, played by C.J. Tour. In this detective agency, there's Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who's on her way to becoming a detective in her own right and also used to be a cat, played by Tina Arfay, and Rick Ryder, a disgraced archaeologist with a magic scroll that tells him where to go, played by James Harvey Freetley. And it's narrated by me, Nathan Kaplan. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather at Lakeshore and Limbo. It has been a couple weeks since your last, uh, (laughs) since your last detective thing. What is that called since your last case? That's what it's called. (laughs) What is that called? (laughs) Maybe it's been too long. I should have, I should have played Zip Zap Zop like by myself for a little bit. Um, It's been a few weeks since your last case. Uh, What have you done in the meantime? I would like to go last. Yeah. No. (laughs) I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You know what? Sassy went on a little vacation mm. <laughs> she uh she had to do some some reevaluating 
because she had been so set on like Abe coming back. Mm. Uh, and, you know, sometimes things don't go as planned. So she uh, rented a van and went full nomad land <laughs> <laughs> for like a week and then realized that like she likes being comfortable. <laughs> she came back. So it Did- was. It- oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna ask, did you go to the same like campsite that Abe was at? Like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get away. I just watched him from afar just to be like, is he really? <laughs> so it was if that means that it was just Rick and uh, Vince at the mm-hmm. office for a while. Well and, and F and Jane. So I guess it's really and not Frank. and yeah, it's so it's really not the odd coupling. Um, okay, I think, though, I think let's let's do that bit that we got Neffa summer camp too, or I don't know what time it is, but if it's oh. Nomad Land time, there's there's a camp going on that okay. is like it's like a five student thing because it's like quarantine, so they have like a limited number. So Neff is like really interacting with kids her own age that are absolutely not her own age. Uh, oh, <laughs> and I think definitely like Frank is secret chaperoning her to make sure she yeah. doesn't like give up any information or anything. And Jane actually <laughs> lives in Sassy's apartment because they have their own place. So it is oh, yeah. just you and me. Oh yeah. Um, I, then I think Rick is making a big show out of trying to find Vince's cane. Um, so sure. he, he probably has like connected his laptop to the TV in the living room. <laughs> and like when he hears Vince, like getting up, he runs to the laptop and opens Craigslist and types in Kane, uh, and then like sits in front of it really intensely. Um, something else that he's doing for himself is he's started making like scale models of uh, tombs and temples, uh, and like uh, observing and doing little measurements on them and going like, so. It can't have been a trap. So what was it that made that thing fall down? And then like, here's Vince coming to the room and like, quick hides it under a table or something. Um, because it's just Rick, he's probably less aware of what's going on with Vince than people who knew him better might be. Um, but Vince, without his cane, uh, has began um, aging. Uh, so Vince throughout, throughout this podcast has been like a a good early forties. We have talked about it. Like when he was a movie star, he was in his prime, his twenties that he is aging. He just ages incredibly slowly, but now it is very much catching up with him. Um, and also like, yes, Vince is desperately trying to find his cane again, but he has a different plan of how to do it. Um, Better than typing Kane into <laughs> Craigslist. But I won't talk, I won't, I'll, I'll, I might leave it because I might reveal it later. What I'm going to say though is also, if you remember at the beginning of the last adventure, uh, Vince had mentioned that he had a rendezvous at a hotel or that he, 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 he had a regular room at a hotel. Oh, so right. a couple times in this adventure, uh, this week, this time alone with uh, Rick, Vince is just like, I'm not going to stay here tonight and <laughs> just like took off. So he doesn't know, although. Recently, as he's gotten older, he's stopped that. Uh, and when we find him, I really want to be dyeing his hair, uh, trying to go back to pure <laughs> blonde when we start this adventure. Uh, 
All right. Well, I I think Rick like wanders in on Vince dyeing his hair, and Rick is just like eating cereal in his boxers. Uh, Rick uh, is like in his absolute prime. So Rick is like cut and tan <laughs> and looking really really good. Uh, and he's like, "Hmm, Vince, how old are you?" <laughs> wow, you just come right. And by the way, Vince is in the part where like the plastic bag is like over his head, and he also has like that cream on his mustache so that it matches. <laughs> uh, and he, I want to say he's even wearing one of Abe's own robes because he did not want to get peroxide on one of his clothes. Mm, you so know who he, you remind me of don't right now? It. Don't you say it. I swear. I, Rick, you are on the thinnest of threads. Every time I walk around this office, I find little bits of temples everywhere, and I don't know where they're coming from, but I think it's you. I... Probably the mice in Abe's room got religion or something. They already have religion, but it's just kind of a Christmas oh, and Easter yeah. thing. They're not very observant. They just like it for the holidays. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Abe's their religion. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You remind me of Abe. Vince, like, does the most dramatic, like, slow punch into the mirror and puts his forehead against the glass and then just opens the fist into a hand and lets it streak down so there's just a loud streak in this small bathroom with the two of us. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Sassy comes into the bathroom. <laughs> She's just gotten back from uh, her Nomadland journey. She reeks. <laughs> And she's willing to finally take a shower. Oh no! Oh, can I can I get in here Vin- or what's up? Vince is super worried about uh, Sassy finding out because he he knows she the way she's worried about Abe. She doesn't want to worry about him, so he like chucks everything off and like runs his hair under the shower. So well, I don't know. Do you want me to roll for how good my hair looks at this point? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? I wasn't gonna have you do that, but let's do it. <laughs> oh, it's a four. It's a yes. I'm great. Okay, yeah, it looks it looks good, not great. Yeah. It looks good. <laughs> Wait, Vince, did you get highlights? Uh, just highlighting the best parts of me, and that was everything. <laughs> yeah, they look just good. Yeah. You know, not great, but just yeah, good. Cool. Every, right. Everything but your roots are the best part of you. <laughs> All right, Rick, I'm going to go step on the smallest thing I can find out there. No, please. <laughs> and at this, uh, you actually hear Neff from her room go... I think I found something. Mm-hmm. I thought she was at camp. It's what? a day camp. She's here at night. Yeah. <laughs> I have been watching movies way too loud. Uh, I also like that Rick is Rick is eating uh, is eating cereal at night. Yeah. <laughs> He's a nighttime cereal eater. Sure. Uh, I know how to live. Vince uh, Vince makes his way to. Uh, uh, Neff's room, but as he does, he takes off his robe and grabs whatever small bits of his own clothes he can put on to look as normal as possible. Sure, yeah. Um, when you go in, you see her on her computer, um, and it's open to uh, a paper, a picture of a paper invitation. And she goes, I think I found a lead on your cane. Well, what, what, <laughs> what Craigslist list is this? Oh, this isn't Craigslist. This is from the uh, this is from the dark web. Oh, did you still have that snake goddess in your computer? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Asasara. Yeah. yeah, she's uh she's she's been really great in helping me find stuff. Cool, cool. I'm glad we gave her access to the dark web. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- she actually found it. Um, okay, great. Because she said she said that uh, she was worried about you. 
So I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I found this. And so everybody like looks at her computer and it's a, it's an invitation and the top, uh, on the top of the invitation, there are like three elegant cartoons. Um, the first is a bowl. (laughs) No, it's like a, a fancy bowl with like a little stem and it's got a dome to it. So that it looks like it's full, but you can't really tell what it's full of. Mm. Um, the second is a sickle. And then the third is a sword. Mm. And the letter says, you are cordially invited to the annual FT ball. We are proud to declare that we have obtained three artifacts that will, re- that will be revealed during the ball. You will need to prove your association with the FT before being admitted as a guest into the building. The ball will begin at 7 p.m. and the artifacts will be revealed after dinner, dancing, and speeches at 10 p.m. Attire, black tie. Location, Tribune Tower. Date, today's date. (laughs) And then it's signed, the FT. this, This is such a mystical paper. It says today's date. (laughs) <laughs> I assume that changes every day. It does. Yeah, there's like there's normally a countdown on it. <laughs> so the NFL is behind this. Hold up. That's literally what I was thinking. I want you to know. I know exactly what it is. But for the first second, I thought it was the Financial Times. Uh, <laughs> but I it's think, the football. I bel- football. I believe it may be our old foes, the Feather Teeth. Hmm. Well, these go in the notebook, as usual. Let's read down football first. <laughs> yeah, that's no that's bad hypothesis one. <laughs> Jot that down. Um, all right, let's let's say football as a backup, uh, but let's let's lead with the feather teeth because you know if if past is preface. Uh, hmm. So, do we think one of the artifacts could potentially? Well. Be your cane. If, if I'm reading this correctly, three artifacts, they usually try to track down artifacts assume, uh, associated with either gods or angels or whatnot, that the, the sword could be me. That could be the cane. Hmm. And the sickle could be... Death? A farmer. A death. All right, put down farmer and death. And keep in football. Let's keep it... Let's keep it... And the dome is a football. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, so, the, you know what? Every road leads back to football. <laughs> it's too obvious. Nathan, if you need to, if you need to take some time obvious. and rewrite this because we got it too soon. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We nailed this. Yeah, yeah, you know, actually, what's very funny is that you all just went ahead and dived in, but my set the scene did involve Vince wearing a robe. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you want to just read it anyway? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ahem. Well, let's see. Uh, the pr- okay, this is usually where, in our classic, uh, one of our capers, we would put on some sort of disguise and bluff our way into such a, an event. Although I feel like we're fairly well known by the Feather Teeth. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rick. Uh-huh. Not you. <gasps> well, and I, uh, can if... write, I can write a name in my notebook. Mm. What? What's... What... And I could be anybody. Yeah, That's true. I mean, but what if they've read like you know an academic journal that I've had an article in? Oh, that's you know. No, that's right. That means they'll underestimate you even more. Perfect. 
Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to let you be mean to him now. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I've gotten cranky in my old age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're getting real AB. Shut up. Why? Is it what you get for calling me? Wait, can I? Can I roll a perception to see if I notice anything off about Vince? Yeah, roll yeah, roll a d6. I got a 2. Yeah, he doesn't he he doesn't seem quite right, but it, it's still Vince. You you're like it's not it's not an Edward Kelly possessing him situation. You're yeah, pretty sure. Right. I do want to say uh, canonically Sassy is very bad at recognizing human ages. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. <laughs> but I think what I would be picking up on is maybe your anxiety right, of yeah, yeah. like trying to hide something. Yeah. Um, I just remember. Is it? I just remember you used to think like Abe and I were the same age already. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Vince. Yes. Do you are you nervous about seeing the feather teeth again? Well, you know they've constantly tried to murder me and turn me into an artifact, but I feel like we could best them. I mean, I think it's. Worth the risk to get my cane back. Not that I need it, of course. It's just, you know, sentimental value and all that. Yeah, of course. I mean, if you're too close to this, uh, maybe maybe me and Rick could actually, we could ride this one. Yeah, you could be in the van with a, with an earpiece or something. You know, yeah. that might not be the worst idea. Usually, I, I am up front in, in these acts of subterfuge, but uh, perhaps this time I should hang back and let you two lead the way. As we've stated, the Feather Teeth would, of course, recognize me. And why, why can't I be there? I want to be in the van, or, or maybe, no, this time, Vince, you stay in the van, and then I get to go in. Well, well let's split the diff. You can be in the van. Yeah, Neff, you and I are never in the van together, and we can talk. We can work on your detective skills. We can, okay. You can observe everything and give your conclusions. I'll give you a hint. It's probably football. <laughs> I I thought that that you like to like check stuff out first, though. Oh, you mean uh, kind of case the joint? Sure. Yeah. Or I don't know. It's the feather teeth. Do, doesn't your like chess guy know about that? Chess John D. guy. John D. John D. No, not that chess guy. I know John D. He comes here all the time. Oh, the guy Edward, you go. Ke- Edward Kelly. Oh, do we still play chess with Edward Kelly? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait. Wait, Vince, are you still fucking with Edward Kelly? Listen, he, in coronavirus, he was lonely. They let us Skype with chess. Uh, Who cares? We do have to he's, use a, Skype. he's a bad Zoom man. Too much of a security risk because it's so popular, but they no one can hack Skype. It's actually the superior system. We were fools to back the wrong horse. Vince, I can learn how to play chess if you're lonely or what. I don't know. I just haven't. I mean, I'm not as old as you and Vince and Abe. Sorry, oh, wow. I think you guys confused sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like him today, right? Right? There's like a vibe. There's an energy. <laughs> I haven't given up on Edward Kelly yet. I'm hoping still to give him some form of, you know... Star Wars me. redemption? Yes, exactly. A Star Wars redemption. Thank you, Rick. All right. Just be careful. But uh, can I do that? I, I'm sorry, Nathan, if you had planned like an in-person meeting with him, but I assume that they, especially after... The shenanigans that went down, I can only, like, do teleconference with Edward Kelly. 
You can do whatever you want. Okay. If, yeah, if you want to, if, if you want a teleconference, it's, if it's okay that we have a weekly teleconference usually, and I, I can do it. <laughs> and it happens to be today. Oh, it's today's date. It, it's, the it's today's date. <laughs> what a very special day! But it's in half an hour, so let's uh, chat for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your walkabout, uh, Sassy? Yeah, I don't know, man. There's just something that shifts inside you when you've slept under the stars, you know. But then I had to, like, poop outside, and that's fine. I've buried my poop in dirt, but I just didn't like the texture of that mm-hmm. dirt. It wasn't pebbly And enough, half an hour later. Say. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we cut, the, to, we cut is... to Rick going, yeah, I'll try it. Anyway, isn't it about time for... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you boot up. You boot up Skype mm-hmm. um, because that's what you use. Ring, ring. Uh, <laughs> uh, I remember this. Uh, the the almost like corpse like visage of uh, Edward Kelly pops onto the screen. Uh, Hello, Vince. Hello, Edward. Uh, first off, uh, excellent game last time. You are getting better every every session. Thank you. I see that you have brought some friends this time. Yes. Hello. Honestly, I don't even think you guys should be video chatting. You know, there's an app where you can just take turns. <laughs> oh, we started with that. He 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 worked his way up to in-person meetings. Yes. Part Whatever. of the part of the game is being able to uh, see what the opponent is thinking. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. So, and actually, I hate to say this, but we I want to postpone this game. Something's come up. Uh, that concerns your old colleagues at the Feather Teeth. Ah, yes. Well, I do want to. I do want to note this, uh, and just, just does. Do you want to roll to see if Edward notices I'm different? No, okay. I'm not going to. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. That doesn't mean that he doesn't notice. Right, fair. It just I, you don't okay. know whether he does or doesn't. I just, didn't, I just want to keep mentioning the fact that as I meet people who know me, that that should be a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes, of course. Um, well, uh, the Feather Teeth seem to have a ball this very evening where they'll be auctioning off some uh, objects of interest, maybe to us or others. You're talking about the annual ball. Yes, instead of a name beyond the annual ball. Uh, we like to keep things fairly nameless. Feather it's Teeth? A se- well, <laughs> you named a secret you, organization. You name the secret organization, but then you try not to name other things because the more names you have, the more things can just get written down. If you just say the annual ball, then nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Wait, okay. do you call it? Do you call it the FT ball? We do. We call it the FT ball. Uh, Rick takes the notebook and sadly scratches out football. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, do you guys? play football i mean there is the league but that is uh that's fantasy football fantasy. and i was never a part of it mm-hmm. hmm. leave it on the list <laughs> gotcha. you can see why it was invaluable for me to have these two on the call with me <laughs> well you're, so you are you're heading to the ball i i take it well i'm afraid i won't be able to i'm fairly well known in feather tea circles i imagine Ah, well, yes, of, of course you would be. I wasn't sure if you maybe got an invitation. I'm surprised you even know about it. Oh, well, we have our sources, of course. and um, We have a 13-year-old who knows how to use a computer. <laughs> and there's nothing you can hide from them. <laughs> well, that's what I've heard about 13-year-olds. Um, speaking of uh, contacts and getting things from... Uh, 
quid pro quo, Edward. Uh, we have we have moved up to weekly games of chess. Is there any other luxury you would like on behalf of Dip in exchange for a piece of information? Ah, well, I wouldn't hate a time out of this cell here and there. That's, 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 a, that's a lot to, to ask for. Okay. Pretty suspicious that you want to get out. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to get out for? What kind of trouble are you trying to get into? One does miss the sun when they're locked in a cage. Here's the deal. Yeah. Well. Here's the deal, Edward. Uh, due to circumstances, Abe is uh, working on a variety of new uh, de-aging potions, and I would be willing to see if he could give you one or two. What? I see. Well, how long would it take for me to get one of those? Well, it depends how well this little mission of ours goes. If we don't survive it, then no one will be there to bring it to you. I guess I don't have much of a choice. What I need is the name of a member of the Feather Teeth who won't be there tonight, but if they were there, it would not be questioned. And the name of the member of the Feather Teeth who looks a lot like me. Or no, no one knows what they look like. Or no one knows what they look like. Ah, well, I'm not sure who wouldn't be there. Most people tend to make it in, and as you know, I have not been involved with the Feather Teeth for all of this time that I've been in this blasted cage. Hey, wait, 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 wait. wait. Mute mute this guy for a second. No, don't. I'm going to mute us. No, mute us. Mute us. us. Can you hear us? We don't want him to hear us. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? I I don't know what you're saying. I'm just seeing (laughs) words. Okay, great. Now mute him so I don't have to hear him. Hey, (laughs) what about that uh, Mr. Mr. Whip or Mr. Cord or whatever? The the hair guy? The hair guy. And then the the mean lady. And then there was another guy, the the one with the weird voice. Actually, this was my backup plan. What I'm thinking of is there a pair of Feather Teeth members uh, that, that one of them is maybe not known that we can uh, visit before the ball and take their place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, what about uh, Kent and Wid? We could, like, uh, Abe could, like, squish my face up and make me look Abe's like one of them. not here. We I can't could, use We Abe's. know where he lives. I can, I can do basic makeup. Well, okay, we might have time for that. We could say that Kent got burned. <gasps> Kent and Wid, but they, they got married. <laughs> Uh, no, no, they two got other people. Other yes, people. but they, but the, the, the feather teeth. We could go with them. <laughs> we could be their plus ones. <laughs> the feather teeth <laughs> might not know what their spouses look like, so mm-hmm. that I'm saying that Sassy can look like either Kent or Wid, and then you could pose as the spouse. Yeah. Yeah. That works. I'm, I'm I, cool we, with we that. We did not need Edward for this. <laughs> yeah, hang up on his ass. <laughs> also, <laughs> no, one, no one muted me. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've been able to hear you this whole time. It's, that's, uh, that's a good idea um, for you to do that. However, um, Kent and Wid are also persona non grata as oh, they, were right. my, they were my lackeys. Then I will have to go to our original plan. Is there someone you would, would like us to pay a visit to and put out of commission so we could take their place? Ah, that is, a, that is an interesting idea. There are, there is one that I can think of, one person. However, this is a magical organization 
that you will be trying to get into, there are many... There are many rounds of security that you will need to get through, and oftentimes those rounds of security have certain magical detections. Is there Hmm. catering? Okay. (laughs) Rick, I assume, (laughs) yes. All right. There is is usually a dinner, and on the invitation, it did say dinner. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Do you think? Do I get to pick which, like chicken or fish, or what do I send that in? Well, you would need to be invited. I don't... Are you, were you invited? I'm trying to be, if you help. <laughs> yes, okay. So you need to tell us uh, the identity of someone you wouldn't mind us replacing and someone who ordered the fish, because I guess that's very important. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> I see. Well... I'll tell you what I can, okay. uh, as long as you make sure to get me one of those. You'll get one. Or for maybe this piece even of a few. I will get one for this piece of information. If you give us another piece of information, I might get you another one. What if I give you all of the information you could ever need? Go on. Yeah. Last time that happened, it involved me drinking a formula that put a, put a copy of your brain in mine. I believe that was your fault, as I had other plans. I mean... It worked out in my favor, but... Did it? You're still in jail. Anyway. That's fair. I was close. I was so close. I was so close. Ooh, hey, don't don't roast his ass. It really sets him off. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Your reviews help other people find our show. If you enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There, you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at lakeshorelimbo or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent was played by CJ Tour. You can find him on Twitter at CJ Tour. Rick was played by James Harvey Freely. Find him on Twitter at James H. Freely. Everyone else was played by me, Nathan Kaplan. Find me on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. This work is based off Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at NathanRussell.net slash Foo. By Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our theme music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.